Sports Stance. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Sports Dance. I'm your host Greg, and with me, pretty much as always, not in person anymore. I think that, I think we're taking a break from being in person. It's none other than Paul himself. Paul, how you doing? I'm doing well. What do you mean not in person? It's about time we're not in person. I know. I I'm getting sick of you. You're getting sick of me. Luckily, we still have a camera. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Uh, at least if you do, you can just turn the camera off and just still talk to me. That's true. I could just. Well, yeah, if you're here, I can't really go get a <laughs> Can't really leave. I'll just keep following you with the phone or microphone. I'll do whatever it takes. You followed me into the bedroom last week. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't show them how the sausage is made, all right? No, no secrets. Listen, we needed a quiet place to record the show. And you needed to go to bed. You were getting tired. It was 8.30. Yeah, so well, <laughs> it was almost time for Golden Girls. Exactly. Thank you for being a friend. Music by Greg. I was going to say, you're not going to take it from me and be like, traveling down the road and back. No. I did I'm not know the world. Wow, you don't know the Golden Girl I theme song? I only know being a friend, but you hogged it, so you went first. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, Paul, we have a lot to talk about. We have injuries galore in the NFL. Who knows what team's going to survive all these? We'll actually talk I about the season. Yeah, we'll, we'll quickly get into that first. A lot of injuries this week. We have, our, we have a bunch of stuff to get into, but we'll start with the injuries. A lot of stuff. Saquon Barkley went down with an ACL. Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas, both star defensive players for the 49ers, went down with ACL tears. Cortland Sutlin, the Denver wide receiver, went down with an ACL tear. It was the ACL apocalyptic tear weekend in the NFL. Why? What? I don't know. Not expecting preseason? I mean, there was no preseason. Usually in preseason, we see one or two stars go down with an ACL injury. So I guess this was the week two of preseason, regular season that it happened. And it was just, it seemed like every time you refreshed Facebook, Twitter, whatever you got your sports news from, it seemed like, oh, hey, so-and-so just got carted off the field. He's grabbing his knee. Assumed ACL injury. Assumed and confirmed. Yeah, then you had Christian McCaffrey, who he didn't tear his ACL, but he has a high ankle sprain. He's going to be out four to six weeks. I mean, not only are these big injuries for these teams, but think about the poor fantasy players. Think about us, the guys at home who play through these players. Well, it's time to get your bench warmed up. Yeah, hopefully you drafted the back of running backs for Saquon, Christian McCaffrey. But if you've got like Zeke Elliott and anybody outside of those two, I mean, right now you're, you're still pretty good. So if you didn't, you're probably trying to make those trades something fierce as soon as he goes down and grabs his ankle, grabs yeah, his exactly. knee. Yeah, and then we also had other guys. We had Devontae Adams, the wide receiver for the Packers, get hurt. Like it was just – it was not good. If your fantasy team survived this weekend, congrats. That's good for you. Mine did for the most part. Yep. You, Mine I don't did. even. I was gonna say, I don't even know if you. Yours completely obliterated the scoreboard. I, We're not even a points per reception league, and you so, completely dominated. For all the years I have been mediocre, had great teams, but never performed. I always got out, played each week. Holy Moses, what a great kick-ass week I had this week! You did 155 points in a non-points per reception league. 
is pretty outstanding. I am in some PPR leagues, and my high score of the week was 143 or something. 143, yeah. Something like whatever it was. I think 141. I won my game 141.38 to 141.18 in my 12-ounce sports fantasy league against Talkman Radio. Well, nice job. He, he tried to talk to talk. My team and Alvin Kamara walked the walk. There you go. You had Alvin Kamara too. That was one of your keys. <laughs> yeah, I was going to tell you, I, I was on fire. You were. We'll get into that too. We have a bunch of stuff for fantasy. Yeah. But yeah, the injuries, how big of an injury do you think the Saquon injury is compared to basically all the others are kind of second rate. I guess Nick Bose is kind of on that tier because he is a different well, maker. Golden Boy top team performer carries the team and they're out. You're done. I mean, that is huge. Yeah, I mean, the Giants weren't expected to do much this year. So I guess, Giants fans, if anything, now you can hope for another high draft pick to help your team in another aspect because they need a lot of spots. Is that is that like just what they do in New York? I think so. I mean, I, as an Eagles fan, really can't talk much. My no. team has shit the bed two weeks in a row. <laughs> talk about injuries. No, I mean, this week there was really... It was really Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has kind of screwed the Eagles the first two weeks. It's, <laughs> he wins on the crap. Yeah, it's, it's not been good. He, uh, he has been turning over the ball. He's been missing wide open touchdown passes. It's getting harder to defend him, Paul. I'm going to keep trying, but it's getting well, harder. If anybody, when you turn on somebody, they've really they've, they've run out of options. I mean, Ginger Jesus, just he's just not performing right now. Mm-hmm. Ginger okay. Jesus. Ginger yep. Jesus. Yep. He is a holy man, and he was supposed to be the second coming of Donovan McNabb <laughs> for Philly and taking us to multiple championships. He wasn't. But not so far, but we've extended him a few years, so we'll see. He's still got time. He's still got <laughs> we'll see how bad it gets. Oh, boy, yeah. Who's yeah. the backup? Uh, Jalen Hurts, who was actually hurt this past weekend or the first weekend. So, you know, who knows? We do have what's-his-face down in Dallas as our practice squad quarterback who literally will just come up. Josh McCown will come up whenever all quarterbacks are hurt. I don't know how that would work. Like, if all the quarterbacks went down in one game, it's not like he's going to be there. No. (laughs) Sorry, we got to – I guess you'd play a wide receiver. He's like sitting know. on his couch in Texas. Ah, oh, crap. Do you think, I can, think I can get to Philly in the next 30 minutes? Oh, <laughs> uh, not good. Uh, speaking of not good, but also good and some locks, we're going to get into our must-watch, don't-watch, and lock-it-ins of the week. Started that last week. Don't ask me who I picked. I don't remember. I did it off the top of my head. So that's not on the books right now. But these will be on the books, and we'll review them next week. We'll go over it. But, Paul, we're going to start with our must-watch of the week for the NFL Week 3. Who are you watching? Who are you telling everybody else they need to watch and tune in for? I think the must-watch is the Ravens-Chiefs because you could be watching a preview of the AFC Championship game. Two excellent teams, two teams that should go the whole way if they can uh, stay off off the injuries. And it would be a great game to watch. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. It's two of the top quarterbacks in all the NFL, the past two MVPs, uh, Super Bowl winner, a team with Super Bowl aspirations. So that's definitely – that was one of my must-watch. 
But I, since I figured that might be what you went with, I had to look for another one. And I found it in an unusual place. Buffalo versus Los Angeles. The Rams and Buffalo, two teams that are 2-0. and Two teams that people weren't sure how they were going to perform this year. High expectations for Buffalo, especially with Tom Brady leaving. So far, so good. Josh Allen is more than just a running quarterback now. He can throw the ball and he can throw deep. Things that he was not able to do the past two years well. And Jared Goff finally turned it around against none other than the Eagles. And finally start throwing some touchdown passes. And the Rams look like they did a few years ago when they made it to the Super Bowl. So that is my must watch. Because if you can't stay up for Monday Night Football, tune into the Buffalo Rams game instead on Sunday. No, I'm teetering on the Saints Packers, but the Saints kind of underperformed this week. So I'm still definitely Ravens Chiefs. Yeah, I don't know if it was a new stadium jitters for the Saints. Like if that new stadium magic worked something there. It was, it was, a, it was a preview of the stadium was better than the game. Yeah. I mean, I did not expect the Raiders to do what the Raiders did to the saints, especially after seeing what the saints did to the bucks in week one. So, so it's week interesting. Week. Yeah. I mean, it's the NFL. I guess every game is a toss up. One game that I will not be watching. Even if it is a toss up though, my don't watch of the week, Cleveland versus the Washington football team. Listen, I, I don't get amped up to watch Cleveland against good teams. Like, I just – they have so many high expectations. They're such a talented team, but they always never kind of reach that talent that it's like, eh, I don't need to watch them. Going up against the Washington football team, I definitely don't. That's my don't watch of the week. Well, I have a, a don't watch of the Colts Jets. A um, couple of reasons. Number one, the Jets suck. <laughs> the, uh, and number two, the Colts don't. But I think I'm going to start calling them the New Jersey Jets and the New Jersey Giants because that's where they are. Um, yeah, they have honestly. Ideas. At least let them um, be our teams. Or my but teams. I, I grew up in New Jersey. <laughs> I know. That's it, right? Anyway, they pay the taxes. Let it go to New Jersey. Anyway, yeah, Colts Jets. I wouldn't watch it anyway. So neither should anyone else. We yeah. know how it's going to. Yeah, it's not going to be. It's not going to be good. And then, time for our lock it ins of the week, Paul. I'll let you have the honors of going first with what's your lock for the week. This is our tiniest of tiniest gambling things that we do because neither of us are major gamblers. But if you have to be, what's your lock? Well, I think um, I I was teetering with a different game, but I am going with Tampa Bay beating the Broncos. Um, the Broncos all went home injured. Um, you said it at the at the outset. They've got uh, the law firm of Miller, Sutton, Lindsay, and Locke all out injured. And how do you perform? I, 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 there's no way. And Tom Brady did some some good stuff this week. I, I don't want to give him kudos yet, but you know, <laughs> when he's on, he's on, right? That's true. When he's on, he is on. on. And Tampa Bay's healthy, and Leonard Fournette looked pretty good on my bench this week, scoring 30 points for my team. That did not count. Luckily, I still won. I went three and zero. My I went three and zero my leagues this week, so I'm still happy. But that was rough in case I didn't, seeing that on my bench. <laughs> that would be bad. It would be. No, that's a good lock, uh, especially because they're six-point favorites. You can easily see them winning by a touchdown in that game. I'm going to go with the Chargers over the Carolina Panthers, covering. I think they're a two-point favorite right now. After seeing what the Chargers did against the Chiefs, 
They were competitive. They kept it close. That defense is still very good with um, the other Bosa brother. Why I can't think of his first name, I don't know. But their defense overall, that defensive line is very good. It gave Patrick Mahomes issues. I don't see Teddy Bridgewater having any better of a time. So I think they cover. And just remember, Paul, if we're going to make these picks and lock them in, we might as do it well do it on my bookie. Because I got to tell you, my bookie with sports back is the place to be. They're going to match your deposit up to $1,000 when you use promo code 12OnSports when signing up. That's 12OnSports when signing up on my bookie. You don't want to miss your chance to cash that ticket during the NHL, NBA, and NFL seasons. With help from your friends at 12 Ounce Sports, use promo code 12 Ounce Sports when signing up on my bookie to get your deposit matched up to $1,000. And that you can use our locks to make your bets. And hopefully they work out for you. If not, well, don't blame us. We're not professional gamblers. We've told you. I, as, as I've always said, I know about as much as about gambling as I do about building rockets. Like the little kid ones or like? Any. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, what did Elon yeah. Musk really know? Does NASA even build rockets anymore? Elon Space Musk does. It. Yeah. Yes. And he's shown plenty of examples that they don't work. So I think you're okay. Yes, absolutely. Some do, yeah. some don't. Exactly. All right. Our next segment of the week for football. It's a new one. I'm a little bit excited about it. In I thought you were <laughs> In your fantasy so in your fantasy that is right paul it's the new segment we are going to be saying who our star players were for our teams at least because they were probably some stars for other teams and then we're going to give out a breakout guy for both regular fantasy football and somebody maybe to plug in in your daily fantasy sports lineup on sundays whether it's on DraftKings or FanDuel, whichever you do here's somebody that you can maybe plug in and hopefully helps your team get you to cash some money you didn't realize this was partly going to be gambling, but it doesn't really matter. It's just fantasy football. It is. <laughs> so don't worry. No pressure. <laughs> but so, Paul, I'll start, tell you how it goes. For example, my player of the week, like most, was definitely Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. He had 168 yards rushing, three touchdowns. In my league, based on our scoring, he got me 43.6 points. That definitely helped pave the way to a victory for my team. Got to give it up to Aaron Jones for me, at least. Who helped you get to the victory line of this week for your league? Funny, it should be Aaron Jones in your league, is it? It was Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones got me 40 points projected for 12, maybe, on, on my team. Um, he was definitely a star, but w- when you've got Russell Wilson as your quarterback, also a great performance. Um, it was a lock for the win. I was supposed to lose. Yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson – you they even said i think on sunday Night football balled out he was lighting it up he had five touchdown passes and they hung on how they could have almost lost the game i don't know with how russell wilson played i was uh watching that last five seconds of the game and i'm thinking i'm gonna care about my fantasy team <laughs> but i don't know if you could have gotten a mac truck through that uh defensive line there was no, no. way we knew what was coming. You knew what was coming. Everybody knew what was coming. <laughs> so it was kind of hard to imagine it having any other way. But, hey, I mean, props to the Patriots. They they made that more of a game than I thought it was going to be, which I think kind of hints at who your breakout player for this upcoming fantasy week is. I, I absolutely have to go with Cam Newton. I don't think anyone expected 
Cam to I, I think they expected him to be the starting quarterback. The guy's healthy. He is performing well. He's um, what he threw 397 yards and he's yep. gotten uh, four touchdowns and he, he's on fire. So it's got to be Cam Newton. I know there are going to be other players out there that get more points, but I just think that um, here's a guy that we weren't sure what was going to happen, and he is going to. He, he's really done well by the team. Um, he's done well for the team, and, and he's becoming a, a pretty good leader. And and by the way, I think Bill Belichick actually smiled twice this week. And hey, it's a new it's a new relationship on the team, and I think it's it's really a change for the better. Yeah, no, I mean Cam is definitely a guy to go with for being a breakout for this week. I can tell you right now in DraftKings, he is the fifth highest cost quarterback at 6700 so he's going to cost you some money to put in your lineup but he scored back-to-back two touchdown rushing performances and then obviously you saw what he could do with his arm this week granted let's let's hint at the fact that seattle was down to their third string safety and like backup cornerbacks so they were down some starters but still you still have to be able to take advantage of that cam did he goes up against a vaunted las vegas defense didn't think i'd ever have to say that so I still think he probably does have a good game, probably at least in that 20-plus point rank for Daily Fantasy. So he's not a bad pick to go with, Paul. I like it. And you got Josh McDaniels that's giving him a little leeway, and they're, they're playing him for what he is. And who would have thought you'd go along to Julian Edelman? Yeah. Who, who thought that would ever happen? Yeah, no, I, I didn't. I mean, he had a career high receptions – or no, yardage, Edelman. So yeah. it's, you think about all the relationship with – Tom Brady. So it's kind of funny when you think about that, that it's Cam yeah. Newton that gives him a new career high and it's like 20 yards more than Brady ever got him. There you go. I think uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's good to see a quarterback that's, what do you have, 120 something, 122 yards rushing. He's 71%. Yeah, so, so far, he's, yeah, he's doing great. I, I just, you got to give it to him. I know he's my home team, um, but who'd have thunk? I, definitely not me. Um, all right. My breakout player of the week. I'm going with a gamble here because, well, when you need to create the best possible lineup, you got to take a few gambles. The 49ers have a rash of injuries. As I said at the beginning of the show, they have defensive linemen. They have Jimmy Garoppolo has a high ankle sprain. He's week to week. They're out. They're top two running backs. So I'm saying if you're going to go with a lineup and you want to get some higher price guys, you might want to plug in Jarek McKinnon for the San Francisco 49ers against the New York Giants. Giants defense isn't anything to really be like, whoa, they're scary. David Montgomery put up 20-plus points on them before he got hurt this week. So that's a perfect example. Uh, it's at MetLife Stadium. San Francisco could play a little bit scared. They are a little bit nervous about that turf after they just were there for the Jets game, and basically half their team ended up leaving in a cast. <laughs> so... Yeah, we'll see. But that is who I think could have a big week. Obviously, if you want a surefire lock-in with Julio Jones potentially going to miss the game this week for Atlanta, you got to look at Calvin Ridley. He has had huge weeks back-to-back. He is part of that Fantasy Falcons team. Because, Paul, they're the Fantasy Falcons because they do fantastic in the fantasy world of football. In the real <laughs> world of football, That's they blow 20-point leads. <laughs> Not good. Not good at all. But that was In Your Fantasy. 
in your fantasy. That's right. I might just have you do a seductive voice for that intro, Paul. <laughs> so besides that, we covered kind of really quick. I was going to say we should talk about Cam because he's been phenomenal, but you already touched on it with him being your breakout performer. He is he's playing phenomenal. I mean, at this point, you have to say he's the real deal. He's the old MVP-looking Cam. Clearly, his shoulder is feeling much better than it did the final year in Carolina. We'll see if it continues because, again, his offense is not the best. He does not have no. many weapons around him. So it's a matter of if teams can figure out how to contain him and his running and then take away Edelman, it'll be interesting to see where that offense goes. Yeah, it's uh, – um... It, it, it will be. Hey, I, one more, one more comment. Um, Russell Wilson, um, class act. Um, interview after the game this week, and he said before he answered any questions, he had to do a shout out to James White and his family yeah. and situation with his mom and dad. Yeah, I was very sad to hear before that game. Yeah, tough, tough for the Patriots. Tough for James White, who I guess hung around and and went home with the team, but. Uh, yeah, apparently Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick said he could take a private jet if he wanted to, and he said, no, I want to travel with the team, which I thought was interesting, but I guess also at the same time with obviously knowing what happened, he probably felt like there was nothing he could really do at the moment, and to be around people that were supporting him was probably the best choice at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. But I thought it was it was a pretty classy thing and, and the right thing to do. Uh, yes. Russell Wilson did, uh, did well. Yes, he did. Both on the field and off the field, he's a pretty good guy. But besides the Cam stuff, besides the Russell stuff and all that, the other thing I wanted to touch on for the NFL this week is as much as we love to praise Drew Brees and Tom Brady, both of them, neither have had big weeks and neither week one or two. Like Neither of them have been like, oh, man, look at these guys. Do we think Father Time is finally catching up to these two Hall of Fame quarterbacks and they may not have much left in the tank and might not be able to give you those outstanding performances more than maybe once every five or six games. So don't you bow out on top of your game? I feel like not anymore. Not quarterbacks. No. How much is enough? Well, for Tom Brady, you would think after six, it would be. Um, You know, Manning went out on – you know, a little bit of change of teams, top of his game. He knew he what went it was out after the Super Bowl. He knew what it was time. Yeah. It, it was, you know, I'm not doing one more year because, boy, it could yeah. be an ugly year. Well, his last year was not pretty. Nope. But, hey, you know what? Not that they're terrible quarterbacks. No. It's just they're think... not looking like they've looked in years past. Yeah, you're not going to, you know, how many years ago? 18 years ago? 20, 20 years ago? Yeah. Not happening. No, I did find it interesting. Um, did you know week one, I found this out the other day, Tom Brady and Drew Brees became the first quarterbacks to face each other in four different decades. I did not know that. They started when they were at Michigan and Purdue in college in 1999. They faced each other. Then obviously in 2000s in the NFL, 2010s, and now 2020. So I thought that was an interesting little tidbit that I somehow missed whenever they said it in the game or after. <laughs> I think uh, Drew Brees just seems older than Tom Brady. And Tom Brady's older than Drew Brees by like three years. Right? So it just I don't know, must be that supplement. <laughs> must be all that avocado ice cream. Yes. 
Uh, all right, so that was the NFL for this week. Uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, again, you watch our must-watches, which were quick recap for all that stuff. Our must-watch was Baltimore, Kansas City, or Buffalo and L.A. Our don't-watch was Cleveland and Washington and the Colts and the Jets. And my lock was the Chargers covering over Carolina, and Paul's was Tampa Bay covering over the Broncos. So that was your NFL talk. Now it's time to move on to some NBA. And before we get into the playoff aspect of it, Adam Silver came out today and basically said, yeah, we thought we might start the season December 1st, but now it's looking like 2021 will be when the season starts. Paul, does that shock you in any way, shape, or form? No, and I think they got some, you know, they have to see what's going to happen. Are you going into a bubble again? I mean, no, players are not going in a bubble again. (laughs) Right, A bubble for a portion of a season, but not a whole season. They'll never get them in there. No. I say is a real bubble, but not happening. No, but you know, we know what you mean. And we've even seen before when everything happened with all the protests and everything, the players almost walked out then because most of them were sick of the bubble. Yep. But yeah, so it doesn't shock me either. I think the NBA, I guess at the same time, you also want to be able to travel. They've seen NFL be able to do it. The MLB has been able to do it after the first few weeks of fiascos. At that point, they might be even seeing if a vaccine's available, which since they're athletes, they'll be able to get because the NBA will to spend the million dollars that it takes to get it. And people will bitch and moan about it, but then they'll be like, oh, wait, but, but they're sports, so it's fine. So, but I'm sure that's kind of what they're waiting for. They want to be able to just play a full entire season, which means if they start in January or February, it'll kind of end around now. And that may become the new normal which wouldn't be the worst thing, but also would be kind of weird to get used to seeing basketball start up and go through the entire summer. I don't know how players would feel about that, but. Be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Or what they'll do is they'll do this and then the next season they'll move up a few weeks and then the next season they'll move up a few weeks and then finally get back to their normal start. (laughs) Yeah. 30 years from now, they'll be back where it all began. (laughs) But all right, time to get into some playoff talk. We'll do Nuggets and Lakers first because I know how heated you get about the Celtics. We saw. So Nuggets, Lakers, they play, as we're recording, they play in a few hours from when our recording will be done. So prediction for game three before we talk about anything. Who wins? Do Lakers go up 3-0 or do the Nuggets get one and go up 2-1? You know, as I look at both of these matchups, I, I, I'd like to tell you the Lakers are going to win. Um, but do the Nuggets have enough fire in their belly to take it? Um, I think they do. I go with the Lakers. I go with the yeah. Lakers game, you know, three to three, three nothing after, after tonight. I could see that. I mean, the Nuggets, we've seen them do it before. They've come back from 3-1 twice now against talented teams. So I think when you look at it, it makes perfect sense that you would assume Lakers go up 3-0. They have, obviously, Anthony Davis, LeBron James. They have their cast players all playing very well. Rondo, KCP, Danny Green, even Dwight Howard has contributed a little bit. So they got that all working for them. So it's a matter of seeing how it goes. I do think – I don't want to say it's going to be a sweep. I do want to see the Nuggets at least fight and give us at least – five-game series, but we'll see. I will say Lakers probably win tonight, though, 
after the crushing three-point buzzer beater that Anthony Davis hit the other night. But we'll see. Maybe the Joker and Jamal Murray have a little juice in there to try to at least make it interesting, get it to 2-1. Because, you know, if it gets to 3-1, everything's looking in the Nuggets' favor. <laughs> yeah, I think um, – I don't know. I, you know, I think the Lakers – this is probably going to tip half the world over, but I think um, top players could play a little better. And if they yeah. want to four in a row, they got to step it up. Yeah, I mean, Anthony Davis has done everything he's supposed to do. LeBron James just, his fourth quarter in game two, almost cost him that out? game. Is he doing enough? I mean, he is to an extent. I mean, he's doing more than – this is the one thing with LeBron, though. Him having an above-average game isn't good enough usually by most standards because he's so used to being that guy that's almost getting a triple-double every night, not turning the ball over. So when he has a game where he has six turnovers, he makes key mistakes, misses key shots at the end of a game, you kind of are like, oh, he didn't have that good of a game. And then you look at the stat line, you're like, oh, well, he did have a good game, just not by how it looked to us and how it appears to him. Yeah, it's, so. it's uh, you know, and by the way, can't take anything away from the guy. He's no. phenomenal. Um, and he's 35, which is, like, abnormal for an NBA player to keep playing at that high of a level. Yep. He is, I also uh, don't know if you noticed or saw, but after Anthony Davis hit that game-winning three-pointer, he ran towards his bench and shouted, Kobe! <laughs> I did not read it, no. So, nice little moment for them, since that was a very Kobe-esque type moment, taking that oh. shot. But, all right, so Lakers, you think, I think, they go up 3 nothing Again, unless there's some magic. I do hope the Nuggets do take one. Maybe it's game three. Maybe it's game four. I kind of just want a five-game series just because you never want to see a sweep when it's the conference final championship. Yeah, that shouldn't happen. It kind of makes it like, oh, well, that wasn't as fun as it could be. But we at least know we're getting five games in the Heat and Celtics. Paul, the Celtics must have heard your rant and rave. Because they came out, you and Marcus Smart were pissed off, and you guys both got under their skin, I think. I think the guys clearly listened to the show. They came out guns blazing and took game three to make it 2-1. How do you see it going forward? Do you think it still goes that seven games like you think? Or do you think? I believe it's seven games. And, and, you know, it's – so thinking of the Lakers-Nuggets, the, that's the only reason I think they might have a chance. I think they'll they'll go five, but I don't think they'll go more than five. I think the Celtics still go seven and take it. Um, I guess they had families fighting in their locker room, right? Families fight was the uh, was the official yeah the official uh, decision. Uh, who knows? We may never know. But anyway, I think the Celtics have that fire in their belly and they can win. I I just think it's it goes seven. Uh, they get a rest between uh, the last game and this next one, right? Yeah, the next one's not until tomorrow night. So, game four prediction, I guess we'll give it. I give it to the Celtics. Okay, of course. I'm going to go with the Heat, obviously, just because why not? Why not be a little different than you and go against you and the Celtics? It's fun. They do look good. Yeah, I mean, they've looked good every game. I To put it, Jimmy Butler the other night, which I don't know what happened to him in game three. He wasn't even on the court for the final few minutes, which is weird being your star player. And there was apparently no injury, no nothing. Don't know what was happening there. But he came out and said. It was a Malcolm Butler. Yeah. 
I was, that's kind of what it seemed like. It must be the, it must be the last name. Um, <laughs> but he said, the issue the Heat are having is every single game, they have had to come back from large point deficits. They had to come back from, I think, 12 points in game one. They came back from 15 in game two. And in game three, they were down by 20 in the, second, in the third quarter. And he's like, it's going to catch up to us. It might be our downfall if we have to keep playing from behind like we're doing. And by so much, it's one thing to be down four or five points, but to be down double digits, not an easy thing to come back from. And it also shows that why potentially Marcus Smart and they had a family dispute because you have big leads, you're playing well. What changes that you guys are blowing these games where you could be up 3-0 easily at this point from what it seems. You're down to one and making sure you don't fall into a bigger hole going down 3-1 tomorrow. So... It, I think, obviously, if the Heat can stay in it, keep it close, I think they're the better closing team. So if it's a four- or five-point game, I think the Heat win those games compared wow. to if it's the 15-, 20-point they have to come back from, then that gets hard, and I could see the Celtics then maybe forcing it two seven games and potentially winning it if that's the case. But I'm going to stick As with we, the Heat. Yep. We, we've seen a couple of times – I always say the basketball playoff games, if it's a if it's a good matchup, could be two minutes long each. Yep. Um, and you know, if, if the Heat had tired and had to had to do the comeback, I agree with you. Um, family fights, fire in the belly. Celtics take it in seven. Um, I, I say they take Wednesday's game and back and forth, and they take the seventh game. All right. Well, so that's our NBA for the week. By the way, if you want to hear what other people and other people at 12 on Sports think, check us out on Zingo TV. That's Zingo TV. Use promo code 12 ounce. You can find all your favorite 12 on Sports shows there, like us. Mike said it first Talkman Radio, Las Vegas Squares, Captain Lou's Extravaganza, so many different shows, The World Hockey Report, all on Zingo TV. That's Z I N G O TV. Go to your app store, it's free. Log in, use promo code 12 ounce. That's 120Z. Zingo TV, check it out. You can catch Paul and I's beautiful faces. Just kidding. It's just our logo won't ever wear on there because, well, we're too pretty for TV. <laughs> I agree. Oh, I'm good. I'm glad you agree. All right, Paul, we're going to get to the end of the show talking two, three quick things. The MLB season is finally wrapping up. I know. Thank goodness. But one positive news for Red Sox fans, they finally beat the Yankees. <laughs> What, yeah, one and nine this season. Yep. And they, and it's not, I, it, it's not like they beat him by a run. No, it was ten two. They crushed him. It was finally something. Who won that game? I don't know. I guess they didn't want to win. <laughs> hey, all I know is right now the MLB is saying that they are going to take the twenty twenty records to use for the draft order. Which Red Sox fans, the positive is we have sucked so badly. We will be the number three pick in the MLB draft. I'm surprised we're not number one. Uh, that's I know. There's, there's two teams worse than us. Gary. We're not the worst. We're they not sit, the worst. Do you think they sit there and watch the game and say, who the hell is that? Yes. I think I know four players. Next year, I might actually learn the names. This year, I just so- kind of – it was like a throw to the wind. I was like, too many guys are hurt. I, I don't, I'm not going to even bother. I love baseball. It's been hard to watch this year. But – really yeah. What is fun is right now the top three teams in the American League are the Tampa Bay Rays, the Chicago White Sox, and the Oakland A's. 
that's kind of fun. Absolutely. None of them are big money teams, especially when? the Rays in Oakland. The Oakland A's took the division from the Astros, who have not played well at all this year. What a shame, I'm sure so many think. But the MLB also came out and said for their World Series seeding and everything, the team with the higher seed will be the team that bats last in games one and two and six and seven, if it gets to that. Not the team with the better record. So say you're the one seed in the American League and the number two seed in the National League makes it to the World Series and they have a better record. That won't matter. It's going by seeding, which probably is how it should be. But that was their little thing they came out with. But I guess I'll just ask, seeing those teams like the White Sox and A's and Tampa Bay as the top teams in the American League, do you think in a regular season, 162-game season, that would have stayed true? Or do you think all these teams just got hot at the right points and in a shortened season, it worked out for them? Um, I think it is, it's, it's fate. I think it, it's the stars aligned. Um, in a regular season, outside of what's going on currently in the world, I think it would have been an entirely different outcome, different season. Um, but, hey, it is what it is. It's where we are, and it's good to see some of those teams in there. Yeah. Uh, I will say the same. I think it's just fate, especially a team like the White Sox, who it's not the team you expect to be in that, that division winner. You'd think the Indians, especially with their pitching and their offense is pretty good. So it's a nice surprise. I think that's kind of what people were expecting out of a shortened season. There was going to be a surprise or two. The White Sox are a surprise. Tim Anderson could be AL MVP. So it's a nice, good thing. It gets also the fan base for the next at least two, three years, maybe a little more into it than they might have been because the White Sox have not been good for a while. So there's good aspects of it. It's fun. And, I mean, teams like the Red Sox can toss it up this year and be like, it was a weird year. It was a pandemic. There was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, it was kind of a toss-up year. Teams like the White Sox can be like, hey, we played our asses off. We did the hard work. We made it through this tough, weird season, and we have a chance to be champions. You're right, though. The fan base wins, and you know, hopefully they can solidify some of that, get some, some increased support. And let's bring on 2021. Yeah, and then – so besides baseball, Paul, hey, what's big that? news in sport? In what sport? In what sport? <laughs> well, you know mine's tennis, but hockey. What's happening in hockey? <laughs> Does that that, giant thing. Does anybody know? This is I. This I said. I was talking to somebody. I was like, "This is really sad." I actually usually watch the Stanley Cup Finals and like actually get like into it and. I have. I didn't even know they're on game three already. It's. Uh, it is what it, you know. What. I don't know. It's tough to watch. It's. I. I do. I also like watching the playoffs. I watch yeah. playoffs in football if my Celtics on it. I watch. It's just what you do. But yeah. hockey here, just I don't know. Out of it's, season. It's been. Yeah, it's been weird. It's, I think there's too many other sports happening when like the Stanley Cup Finals are on. You got an NBA playoff game maybe or Monday night football or Sunday night football or college football or more NBA playoffs. Oh, <laughs> it's just like, frankly, because it's hockey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no offense to hockey fans. If you're listening, it's, we've said it before, it's not our thing. 
But I, I made a bold guess for you and said you were going to go with the Dallas Stars to win the Stanley Cup. I was going to go with the Lightning. Right now it's 1-1. And we'll see. So give your prediction. How many games does it go that your Dallas Stars take it? Five. I'm going to go six Lightning. I think they win the Series 4-2. That was talking Stanley Cup hockey. <laughs> oh, man. That felt like it took forever. Uh, sorry for the long segment. <laughs> information <laughs> all right last but not least i can't not talk about this i'm a notre dame football fan and it came out today that notre dame has four players who have tested positive for covid19 six other players who have been quarantined due to the tracing and all that the game against wake forest has been postponed it's the first big program who has had to i think postpone a game or virginia tech had to but it's a top 10 team who knows how it affects their season who knows how it affects everybody's season how do you make up a game like that uh whenever if both they'll figure it out if they have to since it's a shortened season they can probably just extend it one extra week or something like that because don't forget the big 10 starting in october and they're playing eight games i think everybody else is playing 10 so if everybody else has already started they're going to be waiting a little bit is my guess is how they're going to do it i'm not really sure but it'll be interesting i guess the real question is a lot of the times when a team is idle for a week, they move up in the rankings just due to the nature of somebody ahead of them usually ends up losing. So do we think Notre Dame moves up or do we think they drop down and they get dinked for having COVID? Oh, <laughs> uh, they had four guys get COVID. Let's drop them to 11. That's, that's four spots away. I think that makes sense. I have no idea. I don't know. I, I, who, who could drop? Who could lose? Who's going to lose that's going to give them a gain? I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. But I had to talk about it. Do you think other teams, do you think other programs start having this issue? Do you think this becomes like kind of with MLB? Or do we think it is going to be a controlled thing and other schools will make sure their players are under lock and key and keeping safe? I don't think they can. I, you know, every school has proven it. You know, they've got the 51 students at Rutgers. They've got, and it's not just sports schools. Kids are kids. And I think that's a terrible excuse, kids are kids, and they expect it. You know, they're in college. They should be intelligent human beings and get it. Um, stop. Yeah. They're not. They're party and they're gathering. Even if it's not a party in the sense of alcohol and illicit materials, it's gathering inappropriately and it's running wild. It's like people that are doing these weddings and – and functions, and they're tracing it back to those. <laughs> we had a wedding in, and I don't even know where it was, what state it was, and, and seven people in the family have died. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, that's true. Well, instead of ending on that sad note, I have I forgot to even tell you before Uh-oh. about the silly bet that I'm making and how outrageous I want to know what your reactions to potentially what the bet is a.k.a. the punishment would be for a loss. So as you know, and as I stated before, my beloved Eagles are 0-2. Mike from Craft Brood Sports is a Cincinnati Bengals fan and is obsessed with Joe Burrow. So I decided both our teams suck and are 0-2. One of them has to win when they face each other this weekend. Let's make it a little more interesting and throw out a bet. So neither of us could think of a bet. So instead, we sent it out to the listeners of the shows 
And well, Paul, do you want to hear some of the some of the options that might be coming our way? Your way, yes. Yes, not no. Don't worry, you're not involved. You're just the no. co-host. You'll just have to watch me do it, most likely. Laugh. Say that again. I'm not going to sit back and laugh because I I have the Eagles on this one. Uh, well, I do too. I would. Ho- I'm hoping. I kind of made this bet in thinking that I should have a decent decent chance. Um. So first off, the joke was well, Philly fans during the. Super Bowl parade, there was a video that circulated of a Philly fan eating horse manure. And so people joke saying, well, if the Eagles win, Mike should have to eat bird poop. And if the Bengals win, I should have to eat cat poop, which clearly neither of us would actually do. So that was immediately tossed out of the ring. But but some, some better ones came in, such as if Mike loses, he has to dress up as a clown. And if I lose, he has to pick out a Halloween costume for me that I have to wear on the show or something like that for them. Or then, of course, it goes into drinking, such as taking a shot of Jaeger, followed by a shot of Cheese Whiz, followed by a shot of Goldschlager, which is a cinnamon schnapps. Okay. Or I I know you like Cheese Whiz. You'd be fine with the middle part. (laughs) You'd be like, can I take another shot of Cheese Whiz after? With a cinnamon chaser? Yeah. Then one was, have the winner choose three beverages, one for each loss of the loser's team, pour them all into one pitcher or can, and chug that. And then the last, uh, no, the last one was dress up as a clown and basically be an idiot on one of their shows. So you're going to dress up as a clown and be on their show? Yeah, well, that's, we haven't chosen one of those yet. Okay. Kind of hoping it's like the Jaeger cheese whiz Goldschlager because that I can easily do. Getting a clown costume might be hard for me. Well. Well, also I'm hoping I also win this, so I'm hoping I have, don't have to do any of these. <laughs> I don't think I have to. I mean, it, you know, is, what's the spread? The spread is that's a, oh look at you to ask him what the spread is. I think the spread right now it's in the Eagles' favor. The Eagles are favored by six. Yep. I mean, they should be. The Bengals aren't good. They just lost their top tight end, which was one of Joe Burrow's top targets. We saw their offensive line get completely destroyed by Cleveland. So, like, things should should be looking the Eagles' way, but I also thought they should beat Washington. The Washington football team. Exactly. The team with no name, which apparently is going to be their name, I think. I heard Chevy's coming up with a new car, car with tires. <laughs> Oh, look at you. But, yeah, so those are the potentials. Out of all those, which do you think would be the worst I have to do? Um, I'm not a big fan of mixing and drinking and all that stuff. I would not want to be dressing up like a clown and having my picture on the other guy's show. I don't know if that's good. Although, why not? Yeah, I think the clown actually – I think I could get away with the clown. I already have a red nose somewhere. And then I just I think I need my face, right? Yeah, the the face, and you got to have big shoes. No, I just need know. my face. I'm, I'm I'm a joke. I'm a clown. No, you know. Oh, I was just going for the nice compliment, and I got it. You did. All right. My guess is it's going to end up being drinking, which I can handle. It's just shaved your head. It's this can. I'm not. Sh- do not even try to. He's bald, so that's not fair. What? He's already got no hair. <laughs> well, that doesn't work. Exactly. Make him wear a bad day for a week. You know what? I might have to put that in as one thing. Except I wouldn't also want to be willing to shave my head. 
No, you'd have to do that. They'd yeah. be okay in the sun. Maybe. I'll pretend I have a long beard that I shave. <laughs> you should quickly go out to the Halloween store and get a beard and tell him you'll shave your beard. Yeah, exactly. Except when he listens to the show and then he realized we all, we, it was a whole lie the whole time. Oh, not us. Yeah, no, never. But yeah, so that's, that's what I'm... I don't think I need you. That's what I'm up to in my personal life, my personal decisions. Instead of talking about the NHL for longer, I decided to tell you about the dumb bet I'm making. Oh, I like that bet. I do too. It, it should really play in my favor. He's such a diehard Bengals fan. He's blind to the fact that it should not be in his favor. Well, that's an easy bet to make then. It was for me. We'll see if it pays off or not. No, it could be just a gentleman's bet where you send him something for cheesesteaks and you have it shipped to him. Uh, that would cost them? way more money. I don't want Skyline mm-hmm. Chili. Is that what they do? Skyline Chili is like the big Cincinnati thing. I look back on our notes from the food from last year when football was fun to watch instead of talking about COVID. Maybe, maybe you can be, we'll have a segment called Once We're Back in the Stands Food. Once we're back in the stands, this is what we might eat. This is what we might have. 20% of the restaurants in the United States are yeah. going bankrupt. Ooh. And close. Fun. Fun facts to end the show with, Paul. <laughs> A lot. We have to think of something happy. Hey, 80% aren't. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, that's the happy note to end on. Paul, as always, it's a pleasure. Thanks for being a goofball with me. And Thank you. Talking some sports in between. We will talk to everybody next week. Maybe we'll actually have teams in the NBA Finals that we will actually know that they're there and when the games are. Maybe we'll have a Stanley Cup champion. I don't, I don't know if that'll potentially be decided by then because I don't know the schedule. But we'll see. We might be just as surprised as 80% of you. <laughs> That's the show, though, Paul. Thanks for joining. My name is Greg. This has been our stance on sports. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Have a good one. Talk to everybody next week. The Sports Sports Dance. Dance.